Good evening, everybody. Wednesday, the 16th of November for episode 86 of So What's Been Happening. A lot's been happening, to be honest. We're, we're getting to the busy time of the year, uh, heading into Christmas. It's not that far away, dare we say it. Um, it's an exciting time, though, no doubt. Um, a fair bit of, we used to talk a fair bit of sport. Um, we're kind of over that a little bit for now, to be honest. Uh we haven't done so well in the cricket, the Australians. So we've moved on from cricket. We've forgotten about cricket. We're back out uh, like we all are, uh, like I am anyway, and plenty of mates of mine are out watching um, and listening to music during the week and on weekends, which is really exciting. Um, so many musicians out doing their thing again, which is awesome to see. Festivals are getting to the point where they're up and going and alive again. Um, not all as some plan, Um some festivals still a little bit slower than um, they'd like. Ticket sales are, are a confidence thing, I guess, in relation to some people and venues. Um, and booking artists um, and agents booking artists is always a challenge. So um, please get out and support your local artists, most importantly. Um, I want to touch on, before we bring up our guest for tonight, Queenie, um, I want to bring just touch on a couple of single releases um, that have just hit the, or about to hit the stage, if they haven't already hit the big wide world. Um, the Saturday night at George Lane, we had a great, great gig. Um, what an awesome venue George Lane is in St Kilda. If you haven't been there, make sure you check it out. Um, we had Patrick Wilson. Uh, it was a triple bill, actually. Patrick Wilson, three guys releasing singles on the night, which was great to see. Patrick Wilson with Lead My Love. Um, Dan Brody with I Can Feel Love Closing In. Um, and Ben Mastwick stole a show with uh, Country Club Cousins. So that's out tomorrow, mind you. So make sure you check that out. Um, and it's awesome to see that these guys are out producing more work again um, outside of lockdown, uh, very much so. And shout out to our good friends, the Luke Sinclair set, who have just released a single as well called Things Back Home. So plenty to check out there, plenty of music to see, plenty of venues. Um this lady absolutely stole the show, in my opinion. 
Um, she may beg to differ, but in my opinion, at Luli Palooza, which was on a couple of weekends ago, um, great to see Luli Palooza up and firing again um, after a couple of uh, years. Um, I remember the last one only, well, I think it was in between lockdown somewhere along the line. Uh, they got one up and up and done from memory, but I have to be, have to check the records on that one. But uh, that was an awesome uh, gig as well. And shout out to the Luli Tavern who are about to open upstairs rooftop. That's an exciting time for summer, no doubt. Um, what a great little venue in Johnson Street, Collingwood. Oh, Abbotsford. Uh, I think it's Abbotsford, Collingwood. It's that area. I think it's the Collingwood side, actually. So, um, all right, what we're going to do is I'm going to play this little clip. This wasn't the first time I came across this young lady, Queenie, but I can tell you um, one thing that's been put together by the Avery Studios is a couple of great clips um, that they've been able to video, um, obviously do a really professional job while is capturing moments and mate, these couldn't be during recording sessions or whatever, but some of these, one of these ones I saw not long ago with Karen Fields was just simply incredible. And to top this one up with, um, with Queenie was, was beautiful to see. So I'm going to play a little bit of it before we bring her up just to, that goes for about a minute. Um, I won't play the whole song, but this will capture, I suppose, um, what, what Queenie can do by just, I don't know. It's really hard to describe, to be honest. I'm just going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, I'll let the the magic do its thing. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, incredible. Um, and it was also so well shot by those guys. So just a shout out. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, please check out the Avery Studios and have a look at some of these clips. But I'm going to bring this young lady up now and we're going to have a chat about life and about music and about her loves. Um, not so much her hates, but I mean, she's even going to be kind enough to play a couple of songs for us as we chat through. So let's bring her up. Um, the beautiful Queenie. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us on So What's Been Happening. Thank you for having me. A little bit of background just quickly on how this um, little podcast came about was during lockdowns. Um, obviously, we all know what happened there and we won't mention the word lockdown again, but we got sick of basically having it um, jumping on Zoom and having those classic Zoom sessions like we all do. And so what we did is we, we kind of went live on Facebook once and we'd never done it before and it was so totally unprofessional but it was perfect at the same time because we got to reach so many other people outside of the couple of people you'd 
have on a on a contact list, so to speak, and we were getting some great comments. And we were just talking about how we were feeling, most importantly. So we ended up with a musician friend of ours, Ryan Sterling, jumped on on the first session and said, look, I'll just have a chat on how we feel, guys. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, one episode turned into 20 to 30. Um, we were doing a few a week at that stage uh, in between jobs and um, trying to work during that phase. And we all know what happened to the music scene at the time, let alone uh, everyone else. So it was more a case of just putting a big arm around the music world as well, friends of ours, um, and having, having a general chat. And that's not kind of chat, snowballed into further conversations, probably 40 to 50 more uh, episodes after that. We're up to episode 86. We just want to keep it continuing now, mainly just to, to just ask artists um, how they're going, um, how the world is. Everyone just thinks the whole world's back to normal again, and it's just not, let's face it. Um, <laughs> and we wish it was. But yeah, yeah. You for you, um, Queenie, what does... What does today bring for you uh, on a Wednesday? How, how's the week been, first and foremost? Well, this is my Monday. I just work Wednesday to Sunday. So start of my week for me. Yes. <laughs> I was at work today from eight making sandwiches and coffee. That uh, hospo grind. So that's yes. how I start my week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Cutting onions and tomatoes from yeah. eight in the morning. Yep. Beautiful. Um, so, obviously, music's not a full-time gig for you as much as you'd love it to be, no doubt. Um, something's got to pay the bills, so they say. That is very true, um, and sandwiches pay my bills. <laughs> yeah, I bet they do, plenty of them. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, what we're going to do is we're going to quickly flash back to your first kind of memory of music as growing up as a kid. When did When did music kind of find you? What's your first memory? Well, I was actually, I was very lucky. I grew up in a musical family. Um, so both both my parents were musicians. Um, and I can hear my cat in the back. <laughs> come back inside. Another form of music, yeah. <laughs> um, I've probably had her since I started playing music, actually. I think maybe, yeah, nine to ten years old, I think. So I, um of course, you're going to start interrupting as soon as we start doing this, aren't you? That's okay. That's all um, <laughs> She's part of the job. Yeah. Um, so I probably, I think I picked up a guitar when I was about nine because we always had instruments, you know, around the house. Yep. Um, and I was lucky enough that my mum tutored at, uh, it was like a like a rock summer school in back in Texas. I'm from Tassie. Um, yep. During the summer and... It was like a five-day, like, sort of school. So you'd go and be signed up to a band and you'd all practice in these little rooms at the college that I ended up going to later when I was in year 11 and 12. And you'd learn two songs. So you'd learn a cover or you could write an original. And then on the Friday at the end of the week, you'd get to perform it on stage in the auditorium. So all the families and all the friends and everyone would come and watch. So I was actually really lucky that my sort of first experiences with music were... Um, such like good it was such a well set up good um mm. opportunity especially for like young kids like because you could I think you could do it from nine until 18. Right. So it was a really well set up program for for kids back then which was awesome. Yeah it sure and, sounds yeah. like it. Yeah it was pretty 
think of uh, little old Launceston in Tassie. So. Who would have thought <laughs> that backwards Tassie was a bit ahead of its time in most? Yeah, yeah, it was. At that, yeah. at that I don't think it happens anymore, which is a bit of a shame. But um, yeah, so they're sort of my earliest memories of of playing and performing. So I kind of got a a bit of a crash course fairly mm-hmm. early on, and then I think started playing in pubs when I was about fifteen. So. Wow, so there's a there's a little gap between nine and fifteen, but uh, not yeah, much. Yeah, so you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the pubs at nine, so that's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, a musical family, as you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Why the guitar for you? Why it, was that just what you saw on TV and that gripped you, or was it your parents that played guitar mainly? What was what was why the guitar? I think well, I mean, I mean, both my parents are also music teachers, so. I think there were just guitars lying around the house. And so I figured that I'd pick it up and teach myself to play. I think out of boredom probably. (laughs) I don't like my parents, like my mum sort of never, like no one was ever pushy about it. I think it was just one of those things that kind of happened because I was surrounded by it all the time. And then after doing the rock summer school, I think I got my sort of first taste of performing, which is my, my ultimate love, I think. And that yeah. and that was it. I got the bug. So first pub gig. <laughs> where where was it? And do you ever remember the first song you played? Oh, so I think the first the first pub gig I would have done, I was yeah, I would have been fifteen, I think. Very accompanied um by my mother who would uh scrutinise everyone else at the bar. <laughs> Get near me and remind them that I was only fifteen. Um, and I think it was it was called Top Shelf. It was at Irish Murphy's, which is a pub in Launceston. Yeah. And every Wednesday they'd have like an originals night. I think my my first gig was there with. I think I have a feeling it was a guy called Glenn Morehouse, who's a fantastic Launceston musician. Um, and I think I performed under Just Eloise. I'm pretty sure that was the name that I ended up using. Very modest. Yeah. Very modest. Yeah, just me. Just Eloise. <laughs> and I, I couldn't remember what the first song I played was. Uh, I, d- I had a song called Queen of Hearts. I think that was that was probably one of the first ones I would have played, I reckon. Very nice. Very yeah. nice indeed. Um, and where did when and when did, did Queenie come? Obviously, Queen and Hearts, so there's a little bit of a Queen of Sem- yeah, that's um, the theme. <laughs> yeah. When did uh, when did the word Queenie come into your vocabulary and and take take hold of you? Um, twenty twenty actually. I think because I I performed solo under Heloise for a long time. Yep. And I had a sort of a band that was doing that, but um, the very old lifelong friends of mine played in the band, but they all lived in Tassie, and I left when I was nineteen. So. Yep. Um, it was sort of logistically a little bit hard to play shows all the time. So um, that kind of petered out maybe 2017, 18, I think. So yeah. I didn't really play solo for a while. I had a couple other bands in between. Um, and then 2020 happened. And we all know what happened in 2020. Mm. Um, and I kind of like, I, I don't think I'd played guitar for a little while. Yep. Or, or written a song for a long time. And I was getting over a breakup, the start of lockdown, 
So I had Good lots way of to start lockdown. <laughs> Which we all know is the ultimate inspiration for a musician. So yes, absolutely. I think I just buckled down in in lockdown, and for the you know for the first time, I hadn't been working hospo because I've worked in like bars and and nightclubs and restaurants my whole life. So yep. I was well, never never really had proper. I mean, I probably did, but this was the first time I think that I'd actually had you know a whole so many days in a row to just sit down and write. And yep. so I think I wrote maybe 10 songs in the space of <laughs> That's cool. So I was breaking that's... out the breakup bangers. Yeah, that's um... a real, um... were they all breakup bangers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. And so I think, um, and I didn't I didn't really want to rehash Heloise either. So I was, racked my brains for a little while as to what to use for like another sort of solo project, yep. which I think was really just to scratch the itch while I couldn't, I couldn't play because I was like, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my... Mum telling me she when when she was deciding on my name when I was born, she it was either between Queenie or Eloise. Yeah, so right. Queenie was meant to be my name for a little while. Yeah. I thought, that's it, that'll do. There's, there's the new beginning. <laughs> that's the new beginning, yeah. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna kick off now with your one of your first songs. Um, it sounds fitting that we do that now to kick All it right. off. <laughs> right, make sure this is been sitting in my car for a few days because I forgot about it. Was yeah, the uh, the end of Lollipalooza for that. Yeah, the weather's a little interesting at the moment, so I dare say keeping guitars in tune are always a challenge. It's, yeah, um, and leaving the back what, of the freezing cold car too, probably not a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's okay. Oh. Beautiful guitar it is. Why, thank you. All right. Well, I better start off with the uh, the first. Um, oh, here she goes again. I'm gonna, Lois. <laughs> fetch the cat. <laughs> She's the noisiest cat. <laughs> Should have locked her in a room. All right, we'll start off with uh, the ultimate lockdown banger. It's called "Everything Sucks and I Want to Die." Your eyes fall out and didn't you know I'd come to help me These knives underneath my skin and I can't help but keep pushing them in and I hold out I lose my mind There's got to be something I'm supposed to find the ways I try to go and I give in to the beast below and I just fall to lose my head but it's tripping from walls around my bed Way to go, you got too high and I'm staring at the car headlights and you Take me home too, but I know, but I know one I got to go. I spent hours screaming at the sky, cause everything sucks. I want to die.
I know my time has come today. Don't know if this is what I want me. Be stolen around my hands. Rolling to ropes, I can't cut back and you. Your feet are far behind you. The road most unkind you. You say you won't come back, but everyone said it and I'm used to Oh, way to go, you got too high and I'm staring at the car headlights and you take me home to but I know, I don't know what I got to go I Spent hours screaming at the sky, getting headlights. I want to die. Absolutely. Um, interesting title, fair to say, uh, yeah. and chorus. Wow. <laughs> Everything sucks. I want to die. Pretty, pretty confronting. Um, yeah. And obviously, a close near experience. How for you, or what's what's really behind that? Like, where where does where does that come from? I think. I mean, my way of dealing with grief, or or you know, trauma, I think my whole life has always been with humour, I guess. Yep. I think that's like that's my sort of coping mechanism, I suppose. And I think it was, I, saw, I wrote that song, obviously, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I suppose. Mm. But, that's you know, as, as, I suppose a reflection of a, of a time, you know, like I was with my ex-partner for 10 years mm. when we split up. So I think that was uh, like a big life change for me yeah. you know and like an adjustment to and also just before you know everything in the world went to shit I guess yeah yeah so I think I think you know that was it was sort of a way of I mean music's always been my release anyway so I think you know it was a dabbling between you know brutal honesty and and sort of tongue-in-cheek yeah you know? yeah yeah well, I think a nice little snippet of that is it's not a bad way to deal with to deal with when things aren't going right for you to have some sort of humour. Uh, I think a lot of people can take something out of that. I wish everyone could do that. 
because uh, sadly that isn't the case for everyone. So this this is a big reach out to everyone. Um, if uh, you are struggling, listen to Queenie. <laughs> she'll, she'll, along with us. she'll she'll get you laughing again for sure um that's all i can hope <laughs> you've got a great gift uh Eloise, and to to yeah. put that out now as queenie um obviously some people have to go through some bad times to get some really good times um sadly you've done a little bit of that um mm-hmm. we've all probably had to do that in the last couple of years but isn't it great that we are actually out and about again back playing on stages for yourself. Um, Lily Palooza was an incredible event and you've got other things coming up. You've been, um, you're at the gem not that long ago um, with little projects. So from the smallest bar to the biggest bar, um, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, it's great to see you either solo or with a band. Um, just tell us a little bit about your current band. Um, All right. So... <laughs> Um, my guitarist, John, he is also, John actually runs Lily Palooza. So John owns Lily. Yep. So I've wrangled him. He's <laughs> my guitarist slash manager slash booker yep. slash boss at the sandwich shop. So he's like a, the all in one, <laughs> which is actually very handy because it makes taking time off for shows a lot easier because he is yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so John's playing guitar. I've kind of got a revolving keyboard player. I've got um, Shawnee Johnson who plays with James Rain and yep. a couple of other people, Pals of the King. He's fabulous. Um, I've had Joe Cope playing for me a little bit lately. He was playing with me at Lollipalooza. Um, Joe plays with pretty much everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my bass player is Brendan West. So he was in gold mines. Um, the Cherry Dolls for a while, a whole bunch of other bands. Super talented. And, yeah. Um, my little brother is playing drums, Lewis. So, very cool. <laughs> I wrangled him as well, which very is good. Cool. So. So, some serious guns for hire in amongst them. Yeah, that. absolutely. Best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, I dare say it, no doubt it makes uh, your life a little bit easier with some great backing behind you, um, and you can just do your thing. Mm. Much less lonely on stage too. I do love playing solo, but it's just there's something about playing with a band that just you know, yeah. The magic of it is just so much, so much bigger. I think when you can share the stage with, you yep. know, multiple people. Yeah. So how, how long officially have you been performing as this band, and mm. in its current lineup? I think our first, the first band show was the first of June, which was my single launch. Yeah. At Lily Tavern, the Vault Places. So, <laughs> so I think yeah. since then, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, great. So not that long, really, but that's um, an exciting time. So there's, it's one of those classic single, single release gigs, and you can yep. play that for the next six months, eight months. Yeah, um, <laughs> a single release as long as it's at a different venue. Um, yeah, it's great. How how are you finding venues at the moment and getting venues? Um, and getting gigs and most importantly and supports and everything else to challenge, isn't it? I've, I mean, I've been super lucky this year. I think um, I'm uh, a sucker for overcommitment, so which I would say. So <laughs> yes. I tend to say yes to maybe too many things sometimes, but I think like this year it's been a really good way for me to um, sort of grow a fan base, I guess, doing supports with, 
you know, bands that I love and, and friends of mine and musicians that I admire. So, yep. um, yeah, I think I was doing my performance return. I think I'd done 38 gigs or something this, this year, last month, which I was like, oh, it just seems like more than that. And then someone was saying there's only 52 weeks in a year. So I was like, yeah, I mean, right. so I was like, yeah, I've got probably. That's right. Time. <laughs> Especially if you're only playing, say, you know, Wednesday to Sunday or something, you've got to jam a lot of music in there. Um, exactly. That's very good. Um, yeah, so I've actually, I mean, I, I think uh, to start with, obviously, it's always a little bit hard, but, I mean, I, I can't, I think having played around a little bit before I sort of started the started Queenie and having, you know, a, a lot of friends that also play music, that that definitely helped, so... Um, I was actually super, super lucky this year being able to jump on a lot of shows with a lot of amazing artists, which has been great. Yeah, and look, if you're uh, in support and not headlining, um, I can guarantee you, our people out there, that if you haven't seen Queenie, get there early and make sure you <laughs> don't, don't leave it to the, to the headline band um, because it won't be long before you're headlining your own shows everywhere. So... It's only a matter of time. So congratulations to you so far on on your little journey. Thank um, you very much. You're a hard worker, no doubt, um, and that will pay off, for sure. <laughs> so we're going to hit you up for another one if we can, and then we'll. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. I mean, this is this is actually this one's going to be my next single. This one's called Naked Again, and you're gonna you're gonna get in the way, aren't you? I better. Well, I mean, we better introduce you, shouldn't we? Yeah. yeah sure. This is this is the little demon. Got some harmonies, beautiful. <laughs> Locker <her> outside. <laughs> That's okay. We we're happy with that. <laughs> All right. Pretty standard of me to nick off in the middle of a set to uh. That's okay. Get the cat out. No problem at all. Little this that's little wormy. I've had her since I was um I think just before my twelfth birthday. Yeah, right. She's uh, a little bit um loopy in the head these days. She's nearly <laughs> seventeen now, so <laughs> my little writing companion. No, no problem. All right. Let's do it. All right, so this one's called Naked Again. And I think we were probably releasing this on late December, I think. We've got a vinyl coming out in January, which I just got the test pressing back for. So that's okay, exciting. Great news. All righty. <laughs> Cut a piece of that day Put it on my face, it was going down Then I drove a car to like it drive no more Come around again if I ain't getting paid I want my time again someday but I can't just be a man And it took some dollars to pay my time But I shaking hands for no snake Fell 
Like heroin, baby, and we slip into your head. And by the time I say love me, this shit you were dead. And I'll take your whole life from it, only leave a trace behind. Cause you can't trust a girl in a face like mine. Nah, nah. Drink my wine as hell to play. The only bed I need is on my plate. And to my knife behind your back. Just cutting through to make it day to day. Cause I can't just be mad I like the way you hold my hand Let everything I stand for slip away Fall in love with a bad man Like heroin, maybe, and we sip into your hand. And by the time you say you love me, you wish it to be dead. And I'll take your whole life running, gonna leave a trace behind. Cause you can't trust a girl with a face like mine. Make it again. I just take off my clothes and I hope for the best. Hopeless again. That strange old sensation I guess you know the rest. Like heroin, maybe, that we sip into your head. And by the time you say you love me, you wish that you were dead. And I'll take your whole life from it, won't leave a trace behind. Cause you can't just a girl with a face like mine. No, Beautiful. Absolutely love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I normally have a couple of other guys on with me having a chat. So it's uh, it's you and I solo tonight, which is kind of cool. Um, I've been lucky enough to do that with some of my favorite artists uh, around the local scene. So that's it's a little pinch me moment for me to have a yes. chat one on one with you and not have to share you with anyone else at the moment. So. <laughs> Well, thank um, you. <laughs> so awesome news, little scoop there that some uh, vinyls coming out 
in a month or so. That must yeah. be exciting for sure. Yeah, my first time pressing anything to vinyl. So, how have you found the experience so far? Actually, very chill so far. Awesome. Um, I've been looking at this. Um, so Kelso's, which is the sandwich shop that I work at, um, actually use Supreme Coffee. And little did I know that they actually run like they have like a pressing label. Right. So very kindly have offered to press the vinyl for me. They're um, um, obviously like John, very good friends with John and Asia. And so have very kindly offered to press the vinyl for me. Um, so it's been a very seamless, very um, chill experience, which is great. I haven't had to Brilliant. do anything. Awesome. Brilliant. Um, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the test pressing you just mentioned, you've just got that. And have mm. you, how's that gone? Has it gone to plan? Are you, from what you can hear, it's all good. It's what you want. So far, so good. So, Great. Great. <laughs> which yeah. is unusual for me. Usually there's lots of hitches when I try and do these sorts of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, exciting should... times. Maybe ready for Christmas. Yeah. 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 All I right. think um, it's an eight, about an eight week turnaround. So, fingers okay. crossed it'll be. And album covers and artwork, it's all sorted. Done. Yes, my lovely friends at Wild Rose have uh, sorted that all out for me. Literally within like 24 hours, it was great. I said, I need to get this artwork done in like the next three days. They're like, why don't we do it tomorrow? So <laughs> we went like to Wild Rose Yeah. Yep. I'm very lucky to have very talented friends <laughs> that can help me out last minute. So, yeah, so that was, I was very lucky and very grateful to them. So. Awesome. And a recent gig, uh, only on the weekend, I believe. Um, yes, yeah. Would have been a cracker. I chose, it was a real tough one, actually, for me. I chose George Lane. Um, Oof, good choice, though. Very good choice. Uh, sorry, that, that was a Saturday you performed? Yeah, it was a Saturday. Uh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday, Friday where yeah. was I? I'm trying to think where I was Friday. <laughs> Blake Scott. Blake Scott. Ah, uh, yes. Fabulous. So, Big gig. I mean, it was packed. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> great to see Brunswick Ballroom absolutely heaving oh, people again. So, so nice to see. And hopefully, the corner was as well. Um, and you've obviously up and coming gig. This is a Tuesday night special at Burton. Mm. Um, we love an early week one. We're hoping uh, it's not the last gigs at the curtain for a long time. Um, it's everyone's panicking about what's really going on with the curtain. We're all fingers crossed. But for now, there's gigs there. It's just, it's an exciting time. So yeah, it is a Tuesday, mm. and it's not a tribute Tuesday. This one. Uh, make sure you get to this <laughs> one. Um, a Daddy Long Legs show with support by Queenie. This will be exciting. Uh, it's great to see these guys um, with a few gigs coming yeah. up as well. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, what time's your kickoff? What time are you on stage? I'm actually not sure. I think it must be around eight or nine. I think. Okay, beautiful. Not, not, not too late for a Tuesday night on a school nice night. Respectable. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. All right. We're going to talk about your new single in a second. But before then, I think uh, we're going to play another one. We're going to keep it rolling for a little bit longer. Done. How about we play the single? Why not? And then we'll talk about it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, so this was the, the song from the Avery clip, who are fabulous. So I'm, actually, where I work is right next to the Avery. So we're all like this big, big family along Johnson Street. It's so lovely. Don't have to leave the block. What a great little spot. <laughs> all right, here we are, guys, with the single 
the end. Great. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I should, should really at least have an applause track, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, what a 
fantastic debut single to really roll out there uh, and push super hard. I'm sure you're very proud of this one. Tell us a little bit about how this one came about for you. That that's that's the breakup. That's the breakup one. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. I think that this is actually the first song that I I wrote. Um, I think when I sat down to start writing again. Yeah. It, was, it all just fell out. I think I wrote it in a month, half an hour maybe. Yeah. No. Right. And how did how did that kind of outpouring of emotion onto paper? Uh, most importantly, how was that process for you? A kind of healing one, or does it does it just drag up so much other emotions as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, like you know, having that sort of creative release is is eventually healing, I suppose. But yeah. you know, and often I think I've written things and then found you know more subconscious meaning in them later that I haven't really sort of thought about. Sure. Which is always an interesting, like it's such a songwriting, such an interesting process, and I think mm. you know everyone, everyone has different ways of doing it. Um, and I tend to do everything at once. Like I'll usually I'll write and and write the melody and the guitar part sort of all at the same time. Yeah, I never okay. sort of do yeah. one or the other. It all just falls out into <laughs> onto yeah. the paper, and I have to yeah. try and remember it. Um, but yeah, I think I think this was sort of the, especially the, the crux of you know being able to write again and, and and perform again. And I think that, that emotional release was, you know, very important to, to you know, I, I suppose moving on and, and healing from from that. So, yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, let's talk album covers for a second. And this right. beautiful shot. It's pretty cool. Thank um, you. I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. And most importantly, it's out now. Um Make sure you get it where you get your tunes, most importantly. But most importantly, do me a favour and jump on, buy one, and most importantly, try and gift one to someone else that hasn't heard of Queenie. Uh, <laughs> you'll be pleasantly excited and wrapped when they return the comment to you of how good this song is. So do everyone a favour. Um, well done. Congratulations. And I look forward to hearing it again. We're lucky enough to hear it at Lulipalooza. Um, honestly, Blew, blew the stage apart as far as uh, in that little stand underneath Victoria Park there. What a great little Thank kind you. of little mini amphitheatre under there, isn't I know. it? It was awesome. I actually I enjoyed it so much. I was so nervous. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was like one that I've posted a, this amazing photo that Asia, who actually took that photo, who's, again, multi. She's my personal <laughs> photographer, my manager, my booker, best friend. So she, she, uh, her dad was actually standing behind the stage and posted this photo, and you could see yeah. all the way down the other way. And I was sort of saying that I think watching that alleyway fill up was, you know, such an amazing moment for me. Mm. And, you know, because I, I was like, oh, you know, maybe there'll be 30, 40 people there. That'd be good. Yeah. And I just watched everyone go, and fill up the whole alley. It was the most amazing feeling. So that is cool because it's it's an interesting. It's one. It's a classic. One of those little festivals where two stages and the acts or the or the crowd kind of revolves between the two acts yeah. as, as each one happens. But I can tell you from that first strum of the guitar, there were people flooding in um, <laughs> into that area. So what congratulations and well done. It was definitely a packed packed Lily Palooza, which is so awesome to see. I know, um, it's so great. It's such a great festival. And it is, and I'm sure it'll go from strength to strength again and 
the hard part is how big do you go before it's too big? Um, but I think mm -hmm. they, they've got a perfect mix of how it was. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. And another one that absolutely stole the show on the bigger stage was Grace Cummings. Um, she's just incredible. She so is. shout yes. out to Grace as Bye. well. Um, but I absolutely had to hit you up on Instagram and make sure we organise this interview just based solely on the Lily Palooza gig. So thank you for doing everything <laughs> on stage there. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Very no much. problem. Um, all right. So I just wanted to touch on a couple. Like you've got some incredible shots um, that go through your little back catalogue here on your website. And I must touch on the, the killqueenie.com website. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about why Kill Queenie. It's an interesting title for a website. Thank you. <laughs> I think I tried to get the domain name for Queenie, but it was obviously taken. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want it to be, you know, just some other word. So I thought, well, you know what? Why not kill her? Kill Queenie. <laughs> and it was, it was all available on every handle, so I went with that. <laughs> the great part is, is everyone will remember it once you've heard it once. They will remember it. So um, well done on that one. Little marketing spin there. They, and everyone will ask you why. Why? why. Why kill Queenie? <laughs> we don't want to kill Queenie. We want to keep her. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Queenie. <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to touch on as well is your influences. Who, who was your early influences growing up from a musical point of view and kind of who do you listen to now? Um, I, well, I listened to a lot of different artists when I was younger. Um, my mum was a big Tom Waits fan and yep. loved Kate Bush. So I listened to a lot of, um, I know I listened to a lot of 70s rock and roll as well. But, but yeah, my mum had a very broad range, a broad taste in, in music. Yep. Um, yeah, so I grew, grew up on all, all sorts of things. Mm. Um, yeah. Kate Bush, uh, I listened to a lot of Led Zeppelin when I was younger. Yeah. And, and what about um, now? My, actually, it's so funny. So my, I listened to so much 90s hip hop. It's <laughs> like, yeah, okay. yeah, right. <laughs> which yeah. is so weird. Um, but I, I like, I love everything. I listen to a lot. Of, I actually love pretty much everything. Yeah. I listen to metal occasionally, sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I love like I've, I've been listening to a lot of Krangbin lately. I do love Krangbin. It's good yeah. driving music. Yes. So, yeah. yes. And outside of um, one of you, obviously, no doubt your favorite venue is uh, Lulies, and it has to be for now. We'll, we'll run with Lulies. God bless Lulies. Hopefully, it's around for a long time. What a great find for me, honestly, Lulies Tavern. Um, oh, yes. What a great venue. Such great staff. Always yeah. welcoming. Um, ben Maastricht's doing an amazing job with with the China Thursday kind of country oh, yeah, setup, um, and everyone else that's kind of I've met through that Americana country scene. They're so welcoming, um, and yeah, it's just great to see. Uh, obviously, yeah. rock and roll, rock and roll's always been my thing, um, um, but yeah, I'm absolutely wrapped to be. Really swept on this country Americana journey at the moment. Mm, um, yeah, it's just yeah. just taken off. It's so good. And, and it was kind of out on the weekend a couple of years ago that kind of really, yeah. really gripped me. I suppose um, I was following kind of Luke Sinclair and Luke Sinclair yeah. set for a while there, and then 
um, it kind of started to move morph into into some other acts with finding Katie Bates and a few others and Ben Maswick and Dan Brody and Matt Joe Gow and all those cool dudes. So yeah. it, um, it's all a great time. <laughs> they are. And, and it's such, we, we talked about it on the weekend, actually, what a supportive scene it is really in that. Yes. In that I, yeah, I was having the same conversation. Same conversation. Yeah. And, and obviously there's so many bands uh, and members of bands that play in other bands. That helps the situation too. But it's also that competitiveness and that edge uh, to mm. kind of not so much be the one, but help support the other guys. So there's always yeah. a gig on. There's always, it's always a great lineup, um, and most importantly, you discover undiscovered talent. Um, there's a young artist out there called Han- Hannah Schmidley at the moment who's not playing much at all, but she's only a young girl and just an incredible voice. Wow. Another one called Mosey that it just came across. So I have some of these like friends of ours talk about that see a lot of gigs. We have these kind of occasional real wow moments. Yeah, and. Yeah, hearing hearing that song for you um, from me was was really very much a wow moment at Luli. So thank you. Ah, oh, thank you. That's great. So nice to hear. No problem. All right, we're not going to keep you too much longer. Um, we are just going to probably do one more and then we'll kind of wrap it up. But we'd love to have you back, uh, especially when you've got your vinyl ready to roll. Yeah, um, that'd be fabulous. I'd love that. And who knows, we might do a little interview at Luli's or something like that one day. Um, maybe up on, up, on the roof, up on the rooftop, yeah, for sure. We actually so had the friends and family launch last night and it was so great. It looks unbelievable up there. They've yeah. done such an amazing job. It did look pretty cool and I saw you beautifully advertising the toilet, which was yep. cool. Smack <laughs> in the middle there riding a motorbike. <laughs> there beautiful scenes, beautiful scenes. So make sure you check out killqueenie.com if you haven't um, and then you can get all the other details and catch up with where – Eloise with Queenie is going to be um, in the next couple of months. So exciting times. Thanks for coming on the show, most importantly. And we're going to let you play us out. And then we'll say a quick g'day and goodbye. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it endlessly. So, And uh, all right. All right. I wrote this song for my mum.
long as there is someone to hold my body up, up against the moonlight, back where another wow moment that was incredible thank you Aaron. <laughs> that's really beautiful and so special um written for your mum uh that that is pretty cool one to finish on so once thank again you. thank you so much for your time spending an hour with us on episode 86 of so what's been happening thank you for replying most importantly to my direct message into your instagram <laughs> getting you on the show <laughs> in between coffees and work and everything else you've been doing you're a busy girl and look forward to seeing you tuesday night most importantly um get there early next tuesday is going to be this great gig again um daddy long legs and support of queenie on tuesday 22nd at the curtain so make sure you're there and you're there early get there super early most importantly before there. There, you go. there you go fantastic and a quick comment Another wow, wow, wow moment, no doubt, from Naomi, who's a good friend of ours. Oh, so, beautiful Naomi. <laughs> Thanks, Naomi. So, and once again, she, uh, she was, she'd be one of the most excited that uh, vinyl's on its way, um, as a few other friends will be. So look forward to stocking some record shops again soon. Yay. Thanks again, Queenie. <laughs> we will talk out in the big wide world and we'll, Yay. we'll have a chat and I'll buy you a drink. Done. That sounds like a deal. Thanks, Thanks Darren. Thanks for your time. Have a great week. You too. See you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Wow, how awesome was that, um, Queenie? Spending an hour with Queenie, that was super special. So er everyone, enjoy your week. If um, that didn't make you smile and raise the roof for you, please watch it back, listen to it again, um, give us a shout-out and a comment, and tell us who else you'd like to hear um, on our show most importantly. So we'll catch up soon and all the best. See you soon.